This is Jason Kristoff for Podcast 77, January 21st, 2021, and I believe the year 2021 turned to the year 2020 and said, hey, hold my beer, <laughs> watch this. <laughs> and uh, that's how evil works. It's a historical cycle. Don't get too depressed about it when people act like children. They're more interested in self-gratification. They're not interested in freedom. They only want to be taken care of. They don't really want to be free. They just want to self-gratify like perpetual infants. I call them proteins. The professional lifelong teenager. This is the cycle of evil is that life gets so good and it can be implemented as sort of a communist regime, which we're currently experiencing right now, where people who know these historical cycles will fatten a society on decadence and luxury. And this is being done purposely in North America and the European Union, where no one was really interested in doing what was required to maintain freedom. And when you are fattened on luxury and decadence and you don't understand that the price of freedom is constant vigilance, evil will be attracted into that society like rotten meat attracts the maggot. And we're in this historical cycle where people are bewildered and confused and weak and don't really know what to do because the government school system has only taught them to repeat and take orders and basically jockey for the emotional scraps of energy given out by their friends. So we've been conditioned to tell the right lie at the right time to the right person for the right paycheck or the right emotional reward. And this makes our society prime for takeover. And so now society has to get hard and painful and really disastrous before people wake up and realize that, yes, they have to pay attention to the fine nuances of who's ruling them, what's on the TV, what are the trends that you're seeing inside your society, and you have to pay attention or evil comes and takes over your society. So don't worry too, too much. We're in this historical uh, cycle. I think the saying is... Um, good times produce weak men and weak men produce hard times and hard times produce strong men and then strong men produce better times. We're in that cycle somewhere. It's definitely accelerating because you can see people today do, do not really want to be free. They want to be cared for. You also see that that cycle can be accelerated through fear. The people who rule us through psychological manipulation are well aware that if you increase the fear in the human mind, it lowers IQ to childlike states and it lowers behavior to childlike states. And this is why you see many men today like cowering and taking a knee in front of corrupt government where thousands of years ago before this sort of psychology was sharpened to uh, you know, the sword tip, you would see strong men just say, no, that's too corrupt. We know we have to fight you. It's fight you now or fight you later. It's better to fight you now when you're in a weaker state. 
and this society is, is rotting, and this is the natural life cycle of a rotting society, you really do have to pay attention, folks, to what sort of trends are occurring in your society, and everybody is sort of turning a blind eye. That's what the sports are for. That's what the sedatives are for. I mean, even in where I live in Ontario, about 15 years ago, a man by the name of Ben Levin was arrested for uh, child pornography. And I know that doesn't sound outside the realm of shock and awe sort of media releases, but Ben Levin was the deputy minister of education before the arrest. He wasn't arrested in the position, but in, he was the deputy minister of child's education here in the province of Ontario, working for the Liberal government, and he proposed changes to the sex ed curriculum, which psychologists framed as the way pedophiles groom their victims. And so many parents spoke up, but not a large amount, but it was so obvious. And then when other psychologists looked over those provisions, it was obvious Ben Levin was leading a pedophilia-based charge against the children of Ontario, which of course, this isn't just Ben Levin. He has nothing to do with it. And I'll make sure I will put up the Ben Levin article so that you can see that in the show notes. And um, other pedophilia-based things, I will put up articles. But you, And it's not Ben Levin. And it's not the Liberal Party of Ontario. It's a worldwide network. The pattern is it's a worldwide network of disempowering belief systems, because that's the easiest way to produce this sort of society, is to make, to destroy their morality, destroy their ethics, destroy their health with toxic vaccines, toxic food, toxic coffee, toxic booze and destroy their hope, destroy their financial abundance, overtax them, shut their businesses down, and make them so completely childlike dependent on the government that they only want to be taken care of, and they don't have any interest in freedom. They just want to be put in the high chair and hand-fed. And this is what's going on. Now, Ben Levin, this deputy minister of education for all the kids in Ontario, when he was arrested in an RCMP sting, which of course would not happen today because all the government institutions are working against the public, he was arrested. And in the recorded messages, he expressed of interest of having sex with his own daughters and then getting really excited about having sex with his grandchildren as infants. And if you don't understand that you got to start paying attention and stop call, like, you know, uh, going at the truth community like they're crazy, the people who rule you are complete and utter mental defectives and they're in a group 
and they're against you. And it's easy to see if you can get out of your comfort coma. And today we're going to talk about a primary ingredient to the comfort coma, which is coffee. This morning I wake up, we see that Costco is now in partnership with Starbucks, who is in partnership with Microsoft somewhere on the west coast of the United States, pushing the vaccination. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation is the seventh largest uh, shareholder of Costco. And I'll make sure to put that up in the show notes. The Bill Gates was the Bill Gates and his dad were the primary franchise seed funders of Starbucks. So they never, they didn't start Starbucks. But when Starbucks decided that they wanted to go big, it was Bill Gates, his dad, William Gates Sr. And Bill Gates himself funded the Starbucks. And of course, Bill Gates founded Microsoft. Bill Gates has also admitted on video, and I'm going to make sure this is in the show notes, the world population, he has admitted they have him getting quoted four separate times that if vaccines are used properly, they can reduce world population by 15%. And this is what the truth community, people like myself, have been trying to warn you that the not only are the countries fake. The borders are fake. The flags are fake. Your leaders are fake. The companies are fake. They look like different companies. These are disguises. They're called corporations because corp means dead. It's a dead disguise. There's no one there. That's why the word corporation starts starts with the phonetic word corpse, meaning dead spirit or ghost disguised and representing someone in real life, but you can't see it. Starbucks makes coffee. Everything that Starbucks sells is poison of the highest order. Coffee being number one, and we're going to discuss that soon. I'll even put up a podcast I've dedicated to coffee completely and tell you the five major diseases that coffee causes purposely in the population. Coffee is the most brain destructive, health destructive substance that I've ever studied in the health field. There's a book by Dr. Um, Stephen Chernisky called Caffeine Blues. I have a massive health library. It sits by itself in my health library alone on a shelf. I call it the horror section of the health library. When I read that book and found out how destructive coffee was to the human mind, how it psychologically primes the human mind for slave-like tendencies, psychological manipulation, and childlike behavior, and how many diseases it causes, I was like, okay, now I understand. Every page I flipped, I was baffled. My jaw was on the ground. There's no way this should be sold on every corner. And because it is, you know it's an agenda. Then you find Gates's thumbs in the pie. And it just connects deeper 
and deeper and deeper. And again, it's not Gates. It's not William Gates Sr., who was a known eugenicist. If you don't know what eugenics are, I will also put up a video in the show notes reviewing what eugenics is. It's an old belief system that hides some very dangerous biases and hatred and darkness and satanic belief systems. Eugenics is a belief that there are good gene pools on the planet and bad gene pools. And the bad gene pools they denote as the moron class or the feeble-minded. And the people who invented this hate-based belief system, they declare themselves as the genetically superior and they dedicate their lives to cleansing the world of the weak genes, the feeble-minded, the moron class, and they've always used vaccination to do this. And this is why you have Gates, Bill Gates's father as being one of the primary funders and backers of Planned Parenthood, which is again a eugenic organization that is intending to cleanse the the public of the moron class. They're always going at the minorities. The Planned Parenthood offices are pushing the abortions, the birth control, the vaccine, vaccines in minority neighborhoods. And the truth of it is, and I'll put up another video about the black community, is that the minority communities, like the African-American communities inside the United States, were getting sold a, a lie inside a lie. They're not genetically inferior they're genetically superior and that's why the groups that get behind the eugenicist movement they are genetically inferior and have always had long thousand year historical problems when they try to inflict their death and satanic belief system upon populations they've always had trouble with strong males and strong females, and there's on the genetic lines on the earth, there seems to be no genetic, physically strong um, line more superior than the African line. And I'll even put up a video that will clearly demonstrate the intellectual line of the African genetics is massive, where we have an inventor in. I can't remember the African country at at this point in time, but I will go get the video. And this man who literally says he got his formulations from God invented, I believe, cars that run either on air or salt water, something so bizarre and so scientifically ahead of its time that my jaw again was on the floor. You can see why they're targeting all the time. And inside that podcast that directly reviews this attack on the black community we see Bill and Melinda Gates, even Melinda Gates on video saying that the minorities have to get the vaccine first. This is so obvious. 
Why is someone like myself even needing to bring this to the surface? It is so beyond obvious. And the coffee aspect is massive. I've written about this before. We have Gates is behind the coffee. I will put up an article in the show notes showing you 14 things you do not know about coffee. It will destroy your health. It cuts blood flow to your brain by 52%. It lowers IQ. It enacts the fight or flight or free system in your brain, which is a violent part of the brain. And in all Hollywood film, and we've talked about this before because my primary area of study is psychological manipulation and behavior modification, mind control and mind programming and This is not a complex science. If you watch, I'll put up the mind control videos again. If you watch the mind control videos or documentaries and related discussions, you will see this is not a complex science whatsoever. This is a simple science. There's a part of the brain that you do not know operates. It operates without your conscious awareness. You're listening with what's called the conscious mind, the part of the brain that I'm going to talk about is called the subconscious. And the conscious mind, the part of the brain you're listening with, can handle information at about 140 ideas per second. The subconscious, which is looking for repetitive content in your environment, repetitive content, it is looking for repetitive content at 11 million pieces of information per second, a massive supercomputer that you hold inside your own head, downloading information and analyzing it for repetitive content. The only reason it's looking for repetitive content in such an obsessive way is because the repetitive content reflects what the majority is doing. The more repetition, it means the more people are involved in that idea, concept, or belief system, or behavior. This part of the brain is in charge of your survival. It's in charge of your security and your safety, and it denotes what the majority is doing with the safest of behavior to act out. This is how they hack your brain. You do not know it is operating. It's operating outside your conscious awareness. I will put up my three best mind control videos to show you how easy this part of the brain can be hacked. Your jaws will be on the floor if you decide to watch those. They will be in the show notes to show you this part of the brain is completely bizarre. And to hack it, There's various modalities to hack it, and it's based primarily on repetition. You can enhance its function through fear, through bad food, through trance, which TV and movies put you in, but it's primarily hacked through repetition. The most repetitive theme or message or symbol in all Hollywood film is a coffee cup, a coffee mug, a coffee machine, and a coffee shop. And I will make sure to put up uh, some videos talking about how evident these symbols are in your 
your particular, even your commercials. I analyzed one time a Cadillac commercial because everybody was had a coffee cup in their hand in this Cadillac commercial. And as the Cadillac, Cadillac rolled down the road, it was coffee shop after coffee shop. And I slowed the video down to half a second each frame. And then as the coffee... Uh, sorry, as the Cadillac went by a construction site with a big black board kind of making sure people couldn't get into the construction site and there's no way your conscious mind could have seen this it doesn't work fast enough I slowed it down and all you see you wouldn't you can't see it at the regular uh, frame rate I had to slow it down the Cadillac's going by a construction site. There's some black uh, plywood and it says drink coffee. And there's a reason that the people who rule you want you drink coffee. It makes you so sick, so disempowered. It cuts blood flow to the brain by 52%. And it acted it and it damages your hippocampus, which is a part of the brain you need to react to danger. Can you not see the benefit of getting everybody on coffee if it damages the hippocampus and people can no longer react to danger? Could you not see the benefit of an invading force that knows it has to make some very dangerous adjustments and violent adjustments to take over the society? Can you not see the benefit in a substance that damages the hippocampus? And this is why repetition is the repetitive messages inside all media are always about coffee. And And there's alcohol is the second and there's other themes in the movies as well. But the number one is coffee, take out coffee cup a hard coffee mug, a coffee machine or espresso machine on the kitchen counter, and then a Starbucks um, shop in the background or another coffee shop in the background or people meeting at a coffee shop, etc., etc. This is very important for people to know. Even in the movie Fight Club, there was a Starbucks coffee cup in every single scene, and I'll make sure these are all in the show notes. Why is there a Starbucks coffee cup in every single scene of Fight Club? And in Fight Club, the secondary theme was violence. And coffee also primes people for violence because it's a poison. And when you drink a poison, I mean, pour, pour it on your plant. Pour a whole cup of coffee on any living plant in your house and you're going to see what this substance really does to you. And they say, don't have your dog eat chocolate and it's because there's caffeine in it and will kill the dog and caffeine is a natural pesticide the coffee plant is not the only plant that produces caffeine the tea plant does many other plants produce caffeine and they use it to kill bugs or they put it in the seeds and the seeds will go to the periphery and grow in the periphery of the plants the plants purposely drop those caffeine infused seeds down around the coffee plant to kill competing foliage so the caffeine producing plant can get the sunlight 
it's a genetic terminator type substance. It kills the life force and the life processes in anything it touches. It's a very effective pesticide. Inside the article, one of the articles I will put in the show notes, the article is called The 14 Things You Don't Know About Coffee. You'll see uh, an, an insect expert that goes and kills insects around people's houses telling you and showing you how effective coffee is at killing bugs. It's instant. So why are you drinking it? Is it because it numbs the nervous system and tranquilizes the nervous system? It's like a very effective sedative. It's been shown to have the same sort of chemical attributes of the pharmaceutical drug Adderall. And Adderall's primary function is to make people do boring jobs longer. And it also makes people very prone to follow command because when the fight or flight system is activated, you're in fear and it's shown animals in fear are more reflexively obedient to group pressure because they don't feel like they're strong enough to weather a fight from the herd so they comply and buckle and fold right into the herd's sort of pressure-based dictates. Coffee makes you very reflexively obedient and slave-like. Coffee also reduces water out of the system. It's a known diuretic. It thickens the blood, and thick blood can cause heart attacks and strokes and heart disease. And this is what coffee is known for, and the doctors are never told to ask you about your coffee intake. Coffee is directly implicated in so many diseases, even iron deficiency, caffeine leaches iron out of the blood and makes sure that the, the blood, the intestines can't even absorb iron even if you eat it, even if you consume iron-rich foods. So anemia, which is a clinical diagnosis of not having enough iron in the blood is most often caused by caffeine ingestion, whether it's the poisonous energy drinks, coffee, tea, pre-workout. The whole concept, folks, is to drown you in caffeine. It's the soma uh, in Huxley's Brave New World. It's this sedative, groovy-like substance, a psychoactive substance that's shown to make sure you don't care about anything. You're in a childlike state. You just want to be taken care of. You don't, you're not interested in freedom. Can you see why Bill Gates is involved with Starbucks? Can you not see that given all the other drives? And again, don't think it's Bill Gates. It's long, old family ties, and they're gonna they're gonna knight someone else after Bill Gates. It'll just be another person. You have to start paying a lot more attention to what's going on in your society. You gotta clean up. You gotta stop consuming the poisonous substances that the people who rule you incentivize and monetize and promote and celebrate as they shovel it off the top of the ruling pyramid, the, this group has always used drugs. 
and psychoactive substances to take over and enslave huge tracts of human cattle. And you really have to pay attention. Don't forget your joints as well are water-based mechanisms. Your shoulder joint, your hip joint, your knee, your ankle, your spine. If you're a coffee drinker, you're pushing water out of your system. A diuretic means you urinate out more water than you take in, dries up your joints. Of course, you're going to have back pain and neck problems and hip problems and your knees are going to go and you're going to need a knee replacement and a hip replacement and your back's going to be weak. That's what the coffee's for. And if they were to starve you of water, again, it's the same trick over and over and over again. If they were to say, we're not going to give you any water and you got sick, you'd be like, wow, they're bad people. We're going to have to get rid of them. They trick you into making sure you don't get enough water. You need water to survive. You're 70% water. The, the water content of your body is very, very important in your life cycle. When, when babies are born, their water percentage is about 73. And when someone dies, they usually die from many things, but dehydration is one of them. And the, and the water percentage is about 67. It's a very short range. It's a small range. You got to keep your water up. And if they were to come to your house and shut off your water supply, you would fight back, but you don't. But they trick you through the repetitive images in all Hollywood film and all TV so that you act out this behavior. And the my four best mind control videos, very short, will show that, yeah, People do act out what they see on a repetitive basis. It's unbelievable. You're not drinking coffee because it tastes good. Go give it to a five-year-old. Make sure it's cool so they don't burn their lips. They'll be like, this is disgusting. No one in their right mind would drink this. But with the help of Hollywood movie magic, the repetitive hacking of the subconscious mind that controls people's behavior, they're drinking this coffee and it makes them sick. It makes them mentally weak. That's why you're drinking it. They make you do it to yourself. You're depleting your own water supply, causing most of your health problems through the ingestion of daily coffee. And the only reason you're drinking it is because it tranquilizes your, your nervous system so you can't feel your pain. If you, ha if you were standing on a nail... It's best you remove your foot from the nail so the pain doesn't continue. Coffee allows you to live a shitty, slave-like existence, work a job that's meaningless. And if you don't know it consciously, your subconscious that works at 11 million pieces of information a second, that's its processing capacity. It's well aware if you work for the government that you work for an evil evil force and that your job is futile and you're bullshitting yourself and the only way to overcome that without taking action on it is to sedate yourself before you go to work before you engage in that futile mundane waste of your energy the coffee's there so you can do boring tasks longer so that you don't feel your pain and if you stopped your caffeine ingestion the first thing you're going to do is you're going to awaken and you're going to feel your pain and see the cultural quagmire that you're living in 
and without the tranquilization, you will decide spiritually to do something about it, where if you're caffeinated, you will roll with it and ignore it and look the other way and tranquilize yourself as much as needed. The bigger the lie, the more coffee you're going to need. And that's how this cycle goes. Folks, it's all connected. Like I said before, they trick you into doing it to yourselves because they don't have the force to do it to you personally. They're, they're using repetitive images and symbology inside Hollywood film to, to control your behavior. It's like 100, there's 150 pieces in the average watch. Everything is connected. Bill Gates, Costco, um, Hollywood movie studios putting Starbucks coffee cups in every scene of Fight Club when Bill Gates, they're all working against you and they all have to use these sub, like these covert mentally manipulative tactics because they're not strong enough to do it themselves. Which means if you wake up, if you get the courage to understand this, you once the magician's tricks are explained, no one goes to the magic show. It fails to impress. And if you knew all these psychological, manipulative, behavior modification tactics, you can see them coming. So educate yourself on it. Don't forget caffeine causes depression. It's known to cause depression and it will drive you in the hospital with depression-like symptoms where the only thing they're going to give you is more poison. How can drinking coffee poison and washing using the coffee poison to wash down your poisonous medications, which are never proven to do anything but make you more sick, how is that going to lift your depression when a depression is a, a natural metabolic system from a warning signal from your body to change directions, to look over your life for what's making you depressed and make a change? That's what depression is, is look at your life, silly. There's something you are doing to make yourself depressed. You're poisoning yourself. You're staying up too late. You're watching negative media. You're not controlling your health. You're living out a lie in some sort of endless, meaningless job that the government school, school system primed you for. That's what depression is all about. It, you're, you live in a walking lie detector. If you put coffee into the lie detector, if you put Doritos into the lie detector, if you put medications into the lie detector, that lie detector goes off and says, lie, 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 lie. You're living a lie. Get, get out of here. It's a lie. And, and its signals are weight gain and depression and diarrhea and your hair is too gray and your hair falls out and you're depressed and you're miserable and your vagina doesn't work or your penis doesn't work. That's the signals. That's how your walking lie detector talks to you and communicates with you. It's time to get back in, in tune with the, this body that God and nature gave you and everything you need is inside. It'll navigate you where you need to go. Pleasure means, you know, natural pleasure means go toward that. And if you have pain, you're supposed to move away from it in a natural way. These things are very important. 
caffeine even causes high cholesterol because caffeine is a poison. And when poison enters your body, it rips apart the insides of your body, destroys cells. It's a genetic terminator. That's why the plants use it to kill other things. It kills stuff. It, it extinguishes the life in your cells. So what do you think cholesterol is? We've done a whole podcast on cholesterol, and we'll put that up in the show notes too. Cholesterol is not there to hurt you. Cholesterol is produced naturally by the liver to, re- to repair and replace cells that died in very odd ways. So when you drink coffee, you get this massive acceleration of natural cellular death. The liver gets a call. The call to the liver says, could you po- produce more cholesterol? The pe- person who owns this body is drinking poison again. And I need the cholesterol to replace the cells that they are, di- that, that are dying. Simple stuff, folks. If you poison yourself all the time, your cholesterol is going to be sky high because the cholesterol is there to protect you. It's there to replace the natural cell death that you're causing through your poisonous ingestion. And it's hoping that you wake up and start treating yourself with dignity, respect, morality, and ethics where you don't use your mouth as a, as a garbage compactor, hoping you wake up, knowing you might not wake up. It just wants to keep you alive long enough that give you the chance. And then what do people do? The cholesterol is there to help you. The cholesterol is there to repair the damage that the coffee causes. People go to the doctor, get a statin drug or a cholesterol-lowering drug, which destroys the part of the liver that produces cholesterol. The person still keeps poisoning themselves, keeps using their face as a garbage compactor, keeps accelerating the cellular death. There is normal cellular death in the body. When you eat poison, it accelerates it to a higher level. The person's getting and causing their own accelerated cellular death, but they've shut off their liver. Now they can't repair it, so they just die earlier, which, of course, folks, is the goal. Figure it out. That's the goal. Your disempowerment is the goal. The only way government maintains its power is by destroying yours, and they don't do it themselves. They trick you to do it. They trick you into all of this, trick you into the coffee drinking. Go to your your checkup. Get these toxic drugs that make you die earlier. Get the vaccine that makes you die earlier. To the point where you're an infant. You're a dependent infant. You're a, you're a victim. You live in a victimhood mentality. Oh, bugs make me sick. The rich guy made me poor. I'm just going to sit here. To the point where no one wants any freedom. They just want to be taken care of. So yeah, they're poisoning you because they don't want you around, but they like the dependent state. You are around a little bit, even if you're the most defective human mess, you will live whatever lifespan it is, but they want you a dependent. They want you a child that sits at home in your own high chair saying, feed me, love me, hug me. This is what it's all about. Because people who are in, don't have any money, steal your money and wreck you. They won't even let you have a job now. Like they're going for the full cut across your jugular. How can people not see this? It's unbelievable. So it's going to be a pretty heavy show note, laden uh, episode. I'm going to have to go through them all. I wasn't writing them all down, so it might take me uh, I'll get this podcast out tonight, hopefully. Start paying attention, folks. Start connecting the dots. The people who rule you is the same people have all, always ruled you. Their rule book 
and their game book is the same for the past 5,000 years. Make you dependent, poison you, steal your power so that they can have it. They love poison. They love narcotics. They like psychoactive drugs. When they want to take over society, they send the drugs in first. And if you think heroin from Afghanistan or opium from Afghanistan or cocaine from Colombia is their most effective takeover weapon narcotic, you're not connecting the dots. Go read Caffeine Blues by Stephen Chernisky, their favorite drug of choice for destroying you. The cruise missile of destruction is coffee. It's their favorite drug. And if you research it, you're going to see why it's their favorite drug and makes people reflexively obedient, sick, independent, child IQ slaves who can't react to danger and it makes them do boring tasks longer, which means they can work hard on the Death Star for Darth Vader, and they have no real connection through their nervous system about how destructive and how immoral and how unethical their behavior really is inside the greater cultural collective. So let's start moving ahead. The first thing you can do, stop poisoning yourself. Stop poisoning yourself and your kids and know the trick that they make you do it to yourself. They make you do it to your kids. It's enough. Regain your power. Stop doing anything that removes your power. This is Jason Kristoff signing off. Thank you for listening.